Good lord. Which one of you two, which one of you two's internet is being routed through a baked potato because you guys are like On this week's episode of Let's Boogie, we have returned from another hiatus because the only thing we love more than audio difficulties and shit not going our way is taking breaks because life happens. Uh, So, yeah, sports are dumb, but there's been some cool stuff that's happened sports-wise recently. This is actually a pretty good sports week. We'll talk about that more. Uh, Zombieland 2 came out. We're going to chat about that, and then... uh, Within the last hour, there's a new Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker deal that dropped, and uh, we're going to jump right into that. But hey, enough of my yakking. What do you say? Let's boogie. Let's boogie! Let's boogie. If you have crack, let's boogie. <laughs> no one is going in your asshole. I know well, I wouldn't let him without the crack. Matt, you've been real hesitant about this you're Very. not a big jj abrams guy not a big disney you're guy not a big disney guy you're not a big movies built on fan service guy yeah but um, and your and your immediate reaction to this trailer was the problem uh, with all of those things the one thing that outweighs all of those is the fact that i'm a star wars fan and that's very unfortunate <laughs> Because the fan service, the Disney, the J.J. Um, Abrams shit can all be thrown out the door when it's Star Wars. Uh, I want to see it. Like, I'm going to see it probably opening day. Tickets go on sale on Monday, so I'm probably going to snag those. Um, I mean, it looks good. I don't know what the fuck's going on with Palpatine, but the that dude's in something. Dude. I So I've watched this trailer three times. One of them was driving down the highway in cruise control. Yeah. Definitely ju- safe. Judge me. Yeah. Safety. So safe. Jesus, take the wheel. Do you ever say seatbelt on? Uh, Just for good measure? Yeah, dude. Uh, what do you think I was doing? Hanging out in. the window like a dog, <laughs> tongue out. Oh the my Joker. God, Star Wars! <laughs> yeah, just needed some needed some Gary glitter so I What'd could you kick think my it, legs though? up and pretend to be ang- Dude. That Palpatine line, that hit, <laughs> that hit, that just like. Well, I also saw his throne. Like, yeah, that dude, that and that line just hit my nerd switch. Like, okay, <laughs> we've got we've got two months to figure out what the hell this movie's gonna be, because it's gonna make all the money. And it's definitely it, going to uh, get some money. Uh, yeah. The thing I'm wondering, like, I'm just wondering how, because they keep saying the saga will end, blah, blah, blah. We all know they're going to make more movies because it's a fucking money machine. What I'm wondering how they're going to, it feels like this trilogy, honestly, in a, in its own way is worse than the prequels because it's taken so fucking long for anything substantial to happen. And I'm just wondering how they're going to wrap it all up with J.J. Abrams under under the uh, the creative uh, control, how they're going to wrap it up um, and make everyone pleased, which they won't. But I feel like this movie is going to be so long. Like, I feel I feel like it's going to be I it's going to I think three hours is like I mean, that's a given. Like I just accept the close. fact that this movie is gonna be three hours long. Like Maybe I really do. Yeah, close to it. Like it's gonna be long, and like, oh man, there's just there's there's a lot going on in that trailer. There's a lot going on. I'm just excited to see what they do with Kylo Ren. I think Kylo is the strongest character of this trilogy. Um, well, Ray is because kind of, he's played by the best actor in the trilogy, so that helps. But yeah, Ray <laughs> is just kind of like it's hard to root for Ray when she's already like good at everything, and like I want to see Kylo Ren maybe transition to the good side, or I just want to see him get his fucking dick cut off or something like that. Just fucking 
so you, Adam Driver, big ass ears. You guys were talking about the trilogy. So what in this trilogy, what are the three movies? Because I've only seen the original three. Like the first three. Jesus Christ. Force Good Awakens, God. The Last <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> See, so and Force Awakens, yeah. The Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker, which Got is going to come out. See, I get a lot of hate for not seeing Star Wars, but like, I don't know. I think it's going to split the fan base. Like, this one? You think yeah. this one's going to split? I mean, I don't think it's going to be nearly it, as divisive it won't be as, bad as, the, as last the last one. one. I mean, yeah. the last yeah, one was like, that 100%. was... That was one of the most divisive movies that I can like remember, man. Like definitely I mean, this this decade, that is the most divisive movie of the decade. Like I I went and saw that movie, and at first I walked out of it, I was like, okay, like it was kind of good. I kind of liked it, and then I watched it again, and I was just I was mad at myself. <laughs> I was mad at myself watching that movie. Just like, yeah, I mean, I think it's still going to divide the fan base, though, just because of the fact that it's Star Wars and because of what happened with The Last Jedi. I think it'll bring the fan base a little bit more together. But I mean, people like to say, like, Star Wars fans are never happy. No, they are, though. That's very true. And this movie, I don't think will make them any happier than the last Jedi did. You know what I mean? I don't think people hate it as much. So out of, out of all not, well, eight, is it eight right now? Yeah. Eight of them now. So which one would be your favorite and then your least favorite? Like which one would be the absolute you must see? Like if you're, I mean, I guess you have to see all of them, but like people like to point at empire is the best. Oh yeah. And I agree with that. That's the default. Like, um, my personal favorite, like as a kid, was the third one, just because the fucking action in that one is the best of the series. Oh, I agree. Um, the worst one, I mean, it's either Attack of the Clones or Phantom Menace. Um, I mean, I don't think it's. I don't think there's much of a debate, man. I really don't think there. I mean, I would say Last Jedi is near the bottom, though. I less, think I've watched uh, well, that movie I mean, I all like the way fan, through. I once. feel like, dude, I feel like Phantom Menace is like the consensus bottom of the barrel because dude if i was if i wasn't you know two years old in 1999 (laughs) and it had been and it had been 25 30 years since that original star wars trilogy george lucas comes out of his hidey hole and says we're gonna make more and the people who like camped out outside movie theaters for a week you'd be right there with them waiting for that movie i'd be there yeah i would too if that steaming pile of shit <laughs> was what trade negotiations uh yeah racist Government. aliens yeah yeah and pod racing yeah. like no but like you could you could say the phantom menace is bad because of disappointments and shit i think attack of the clones might be worse low-key i mean the attack attack of the clones and that's like attack that's number the... two right mm-hmm. okay yes because it's literally senate government like seventy percent of it, they're like, "Oh yeah, and we're gonna fight robots too, cause we yeah. got a lot of robots." So yeah, that's a thing. And then you know, forced, uh, forced love, forced love stories too. Well, here's Can't forget he, about that. Here's <laughs> but, here's my theory: the prequel trilogy started off the fascination with the little details of Star Wars. Like you know how the original trilogy of Star Wars has been picked apart, mm-hmm. looked at with a microscope by every hardcore Star Wars fan because I think the prequel trilogy, George Lucas specifically tried to explain literally every detail from the the original trilogy and that made Star Wars fans be like, wait, does that mean every detail has a backstory behind it? Where did Han Solo yeah. get his blaster? Solo. All, all all this dumb yeah, shit. How did Han over, and Chewbacca meet? The dice. Yeah. Like, just little, little stupid. So, yeah, the, was that Han Solo uh, spinoff? Not spinoff. Uh, was that a good movie? Like, was that good? It was fine. Or was it more? It was or was that, like, I know you've been saying, like, fan service. So, was that movie, like, all pretty much fan service? Like, calling back to all these OG no, characters? Not necessarily, like, but there's a lot of it. There's yeah. a lot of it. Like Donald dude, Donald Glover being young, Lando was like the highlight like, of the movie, probably. The highlight of the movie. And like 
Like he wasn't oh, even necessarily that great. It was just no, his casting. It just was. Yeah, his casting was so much better than the casting of the lead, <laughs> which was just you know. Well, that, yeah. that's a, that was an enjoyable enjoy. Like it's an enjoy. Like you know, it's not awful. Like it's you know. That's the same thing with Rogue One. I mean, looking back at Rogue One, I mean, it's. I don't think it's anything special outside of the last 10 minutes, but it's not a bad movie. I mean, that, I mean, that sequence at the end of Rogue One, though, like, that's... It makes the entire movie. <laughs> that, that is the most badass, like... Actually, since, since we've been talking about Star Wars for so damn long, why don't we transition to another movie that was completely made up for the rest of the movie from the ending. And that's something that came out this weekend. Zombieland uh, yeah, 2. Yeah, Zombieland 2. Um, did you guys go see that? I did. I went and saw it alone in the middle of the day today because I there have a go. lot of friends. So Hey, that was... that's, that, that's commitment to the pod. You nope, have to give the people is... what they want. No, nope, yeah. you got to be committed to, you know, commitment, dedication. You know, that's, Chris, that's me. Chris, uh, did you see it? I was planning on going tomorrow, but we can still talk about it. Um, do you care if we spoil That's the fine. ending? Because yeah, we care. have to talk about it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to Zombieland see it tomorrow, 2. so I, I don't care. It's fine. Go Zombieland ahead. 2. Uh, not as good as the original. I think everyone could have predicted that. I mean, the original is just kind of a horror comedy classic. Um, definitely still a good time, though. I mean, I, oh, I, very... I, I wasn't like shitting bricks uh, during the movie. Like, fuck, I this sucks dick um but it wasn't anything special kind of middle of the pack for things during the year um biggs what do you think about the introduction of the new characters in this um movie? i thought i liked the girl a lot more than i liked the whole doppelganger deal thing i thought yeah. that was that was a little unnecessary it did remind me that Luke Wilson is indeed still alive, but <laughs> other than that, there wasn't, you know, that was, and like, yeah, it brought out Jesse Eisenberg's whole, like, dorky, like, oh my god, someone understands me, like, so, yeah. you know, that that whole thing, but... I thought the weakest part of the movie was the whole propelling of the plot, which was um, Abigail Breslin fucking falling in love with that douchebag. Um, that didn't work for me at all. I thought that was dumb as shit. Um, but the, the, the girl that Jesse Eisenberg gets in it with, um, she was actually pretty funny. Um, no, she had a she couple was. lines. Yeah. She had a couple no, lines that made like, me chuckle. Being a, being the stereotype dumb blonde character is, I mean, that's, as much of a typecast as a typecast can be. But, but she made it her own thing. But she did make it her I was going to say, it was probably the most unique, <laughs> as, as unique as a dumb blonde can be, yeah. <laughs> was the, mo like, the most... Um, but enough about the actual movie. It, it, it wasn't anything special. What was special was the <laughs> ending, the after credit scene. Um, Which is Chris, probably my... Chris, do you know what happens? Do I know what happens? In the, in the after credit scene? Mm-mm. Spoilers if you haven't seen Zombieland 2. Um, so Jesse Eisenberg basically leads it off with, um, so I know that I killed Bill Murray in, in, in the last movie, so here's a little something to hold you over. And then they cut to Bill Murray promoting Garfield 3 the day that Zombieland kicks off. Like, everybody <laughs> starts becoming infected. He's at, like, a press junket. Fucking, was it Al Roker? Yes, the fucking first person, Al, yeah. Fucking <laughs> Al Roker is ba is it turns into a zombie as Bill Murray and Al Roker are talking about hairballs and Al Roker does like a hairball impression, turns into a zombie, starts attacking people. Then Bill Murray for like 5 6 minutes fucking attacks <laughs> zombies that are trying to kill him and fucking like hits him with the Guardfield 3 cardboard poster just is going beast mode on these fucking zombies. And it's the greatest after after credit scene in the history of film. I can't. Believe I mean, five my jaw was worth dropped of, worth of just Bill Murray just fucking people up. Yeah, that's yeah. 
All right. My jaw was dropped for the entirety <laughs> of it. So is this I was like, like old, oh my god, like old ass Bill Murray, or was this yes. like? Holy yes, fuck. yes. This is this is like seventy year old Bill Murray. <laughs> nice. And All right, I'm excited. Glorious. I'm excited. <laughs> I can't even put into words how great it was. Like I, I honestly will see it again. Like if I get drunk or high or something, just to go see it and watch that again. It was. It was I worth mean, the Biggs, price of admission. Yeah, be Biggs, honest, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you were stiff because you're a big Bill Murray guy. Oh, I, I, <laughs> I was tickled. Let's put it that. Let's put it that way. I was, I was tickled. I yeah. was, uh, yeah. There, people were probably like, "This guy, what is? Is this guy having an orgasm? Like, you just what hear, is he? You just hear a zip do- from the back of the theater. No, you just, you just hear me, <laughs> like, just like. Arthur flecking it in the back row. Like, no, I don't have a condition. I just have an <laughs> immense love for a 70 year old white man who is beating the greatest some comic actor right of our now. generation. They, they say it in the movie. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, if you haven't seen Zombieland 2 and we spoiled it for you, still go see it just for that. I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, it's it's one of those movies where it's just nice to turn your brain off and kick back in your recliner and just watch some zombie stuff. Watch and Woody Harrelson. For, just... And for us specifically, it's it's great because three three members of the Dream Podcast guest list are all in it. So three friends of the podcast, yes. Three, fr- three friends of the show are Chris's all... Chris's crush, Emma Stone. Oh, yeah. My crush, uh, Woody Harrelson, and Bigelow's stepbrother jesse sure. eisenberg <laughs> yep yep my yep my long lost jesse Bigelow. long yeah oh man me and me and him would have a time me and <laughs> dude remember when andrew garfield called you an asshole that was cool <laughs> <laughs> he got and he to be said, and he said he's he coming back be... it is fuck you flip-flops <laughs> yeah and it's fuck you he, you put on the fuck you flip flops. He got to be Spider Man. So who's the real winner? Yeah. <laughs> like just. <laughs> I watched that movie the other night, dude. Jesse Eisenberg is so fucking good in that movie. I mean, yeah, like uh, he he deserved an Oscar for that movie. Very much. It went so. to fucking uh, Colin Colin Firth, didn't it? For fucking yep. King Speech. Colin Firth for playing you as the King of England, yes. trying to talk with trying to talk with a stutter. Hashtag uh, relatable. But, so what uh, else is what else is he in? Because Jesse Eisenberg. You really only see. I mean, he was Social in, Network um, was a drama. Zombie Land was a dramedy. I guess I don't. He was don't in. Really um, know what to call that? But, he was in the Art of Self Defense that came out earlier this year don't forget about modern american cinematic masterpiece now you see me uh, oh yeah that, <laughs> and that, now you uh, see me too there was um, two of those no guys we uh, we we're also forgetting about his lex luther portrayal oh my batman versus superman which was awful i mean he was literally the joker but like on crack <laughs> just yeah him bald is just nice to meet to you, Mister Wayne. I yeah. just oh my such God. a fucking weirdo. That movie was such a waste of time and effort. But that oh, and we also I mean we can't forget about uh, him playing an extinct bird in uh, Rio, which I never saw. Well, that I was I I was looking at here. Here's a deep cut: thirty minutes or less. The Jesse Eisenberg, Aziz Ansari, and Danny McBride movie about. Jesse getting a bomb strapped to his chest oh, and he has right. to rob a bank. Yep. Nope. Don't forget about that. <laughs> I saw a trailer for that back when it came out and I was like, mom, I need to see this. Like this was like 2011. I'm like fucking 15 or something. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, that, that just looks so bad. That movie and uh, that movie and Adventureland uh, two pretty Adventureland's pretty, pretty good. That is, no, that's it's a pretty good uh, cult classic kind of movie. Yeah. Uh, Chris, Kristen Stewart mumbling, you know, her, uh, you know, what she made her career off of. But good God, they made three Rio movies? They did? <laughs> no, they made two movies and one video game, I guess. But... <laughs> the Rio video game? Yeah. Is, that Rio, a, is that on PlayStation 4? Rio Mom, Match 3 Rio Party. Mom! Do you think my V-Bucks will work on Rio? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of V-Bucks, 
just win the world, and most specifically Matt Larson thought it couldn't be done, as painful as it is to say, Fortnite's fun again. I was so out on Fortnite. And it's, <laughs> it's 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 unfortunate for me. I don't need that addiction back in my life, but it's so back, and I hate it. I mean, we caught a couple victories. We've yeah, we, we've got a few. We we've got four, five. I think we got five, dude. I think we've got we, five. We won. <laughs> we won the first day that uh, the new season started, or chapter two, I guess. Um, we but had no, as many we had as we had as many wins on day one as we did in all of season ten. So, uh, and I would say um, nine and eight because I don't think I played nine or ten. But yeah, but I still suck. So yeah, but and cr- I mean, Chris is still a god for like forty percent of the time a, and a total fuck up for sixty yeah, percent of the a time. Ga- a game and a half um, is what I have in me. That's that's typically all I can really if. If you want to see us be entertaining and play this game, leave a comment down below. Go like the video, subscribe if you want to. Let us uh, know go, if you uh, and also go follow us on our somewhat new Twitch channel. Which, we might actually do that someday because we get the bored. At, where the at name is the same as our Twitter name. Actually, our at name is the same on all three forms of social media: Facebook, a third Twitter, and Twitch, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. Go follow us on two of those, like us on the other one. So on another note, uh, this week is actually a really good, uh, some might even call it great, uh, sports week. Um, As we're recording this, the Patriots are kicking the Jets' ass on Monday Night Football. Tuesday, we got Game 1 of the World Series and the start of the NBA regular season. Wednesday, World Series Game 2. Thursday, Thursday night football. We got the World Series going on, football going on. It's a pretty good week, um, but basketball is back. And because of how sports have treated me for the last month, I could not be more thrilled. To yeah, have... I think you and me are both very excited. We, um, yeah, it's NBA season. Most important, most importantly. Most importantly, most important, most importantly, it's Fred season. Get your red out, baby. Go big Go Fred. Big Fred. Go big Fred until March. It's time. But anyway, how um, do you think we're going to be? I don't know. Just a it's, general. It's dude. It's such a big mystery because I mean, this team has hardly been together for six months. Like they're going to be. They're still probably wearing name tags at practice. Like they're still trying, still probably trying to learn everybody's name. But so is that? It's a whole new squad. It's a whole new. It's a whole new team. The only the only two guys that are back are my boy Thor and uh, uh, a guy guy who sat out last year because he transferred, but he's eligible this year. Otherwise, it's eleven new scholarship players. And three new walk-ons. So, yeah, they flipped that thing in less than a month. I just hope it's not going to be similar to when Frost came in and we just didn't have a great first season. Well, see, the thing is, the way they set up their non-conference schedule, they're gonna they're gonna get to win a few early because that the non-conference schedule is a joke, and I will openly admit that. Uh, definitely plenty of games where they'll be Some able to get, to get used to each other, padding, and and get right. Like, get ready for the grind that is going to be the Big Ten. Um, we got some good, gonna, uh, good recruits, too. Some really good recruits, JUCO guys, uh, high school guys, some good transfers. There's a lot of talent. I mean, the biggest thing is going to be size. I'm pretty sure their tallest player is like 6'8". Which oh, is gonna fuck. be which is gonna be tough in the Big Ten. Really, I didn't. Know yep, that. you're gonna ah. have to you're gonna have to rebound the ball. But the but thing didn't is, you say college basketball was kind of transitioning to? Oh, it's definitely transitioning to like positionless basketball, like like what you see in the NBA a lot. Like I mean, there'll definitely be times where Nebraska may have four guards on the on the floor, and the way the way Coach Hoiberg runs his system, it's just gonna be. There's going to be a lot of shots that, you know, people who have been watching Nebraska for the last 15 years and be like, what the hell are they doing? There's all this time left on the shot clock, but they're going to, they're going to get, they're going to get rebounds and they're going to push the pace and 
and be gunning from three. Well, I They're, also like. I also think people like to forget that Hoiberg was 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 the mayor for a reason. The only reason he wasn't su- successful with the Bulls was because of the awful front office. Um, I think we got lucky getting him. Um, I hope he just brings some of the success that he had at Iowa State um, to our program. But the thing about Iowa State was his first year at Iowa State, they did a similar thing like this. They flipped the entire roster, and they went, I think they were one game above five hundred. But then, you know, every year after that, you know, he won. I'm pretty sure he won two two Big 12 tournaments, made a Sweet 16, did a, did a bunch of stuff, got a bunch of guys to the NBA. And, um, you know, that is unheard of when it comes to Nebraska basketball. So if we could even get close to that, it would be, it would be awesome. But regardless, I am very excited. I... Uh, Actually saw Fred a co- about a week ago when I was watching watching high school ball. Said what's up. Told him good luck since the season was close. It was good to say what's up. God, he's got a very firm handshake and enormous hands. But hey, you know how's that been going? You're you're like a reporter now. I know it's uh it's it's kind you of have wild. a job of something that you want to do. I know I'm doing something that I've wanted to do since I was like six. It's kind of crazy, <laughs> but um. No, we're getting we're getting ready for the season. Uh, high school basketball in this state is going to probably be unlike it's been maybe ever this year. I'm really excited. There's a lot of good players at a lot of different schools. For some reason, like there's a lot of like kids from other states who are really good that moved to Nebraska this offseason too that are going to be all across Class A. Uh, it's going to be really deep. I'm really excited. Um, had the chance to converse with some high school coaches across across Class A and. Um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Um, I probably need to get to writing. Uh, I've got some drafts that I need to finish, but no, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm just, I'm just really glad basketball's back. Uh, Clippers Lakers tomorrow, Matt, how, how rustled are your Jimmy's for Um, Lakers Clippers tomorrow? (laughs) I'm ready to go. I don't know if I'll be able to watch it, uh, just because I'm poor. I don't have cable, but, um, I'm pretty sure it's on TNT, so I can shoot you, I, a, okay. shoot you a login. And you could probably you, find a, a live stream on Reddit pretty easily. That's true. Um, yeah, I mean the Clippers don't have um, the Clippers don't have Paul George for a little bit, right? Yeah, no Paul George for a little bit. But um, I'm excited to see how the Lakers do. They've looked pretty good in preseason. Um, I mean, Anthony Davis has looked like a beast. Um, he's definitely going to be a contender for MVP this year just because, I mean, he's not going to have to do all the work, which is going to be dangerous. Um, the Lakers made such good moves in the offseason outside of Anthony Davis that I think they have a good shot to win the championship. I'm not going to say they're definite um, contenders, but they definitely have a shot. Uh, I just hope I can see them when they come to town. I think that'll be, I think that would be, great to watch live Um, most definitely because i mean the nuggets aren't you know aren't nothing to turn your nose up at either i mean i think the west the west is gonna be i mean this this could be this not could be this definitely is the most anticipated nba season in quite some time yeah just 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 with all the stuff how different everything is not really as much of a reliance on big threes. A lot of big twos. There's a lot of big twos out there. Westbrook and Harden's going to be one to look out for. Uh, I mean, the West in general, man. Like, seems like there's a big two on every team in the West. Obviously, you've got obviously you've got the two teams in LA. Jazz, ha- the Jazz will be good again with Conley and uh, Mitchell. Uh, the Nuggets with Murray and Jokic and. Uh, Rockets, Rockets with Spurs. Uh, Spurs with always Russ find and, a way to get in there with Russ and Harden, who looked baked as hell at the Astros game the other night. But um, Spurs always find a way. Never count out Pop. Uh, I mean, in uh, the Pels, uh, that was tough news today with uh, Zion. Uh, what happened? They tried, first, tried to make it seem like it was a minor knee injury. Nah, this dude tore his meniscus and is out six to eight weeks, which is definitely tough. I know a lot of people were looking forward to watching the Pelicans. Uh, they're going to be fun. I'm really excited to watch them. I mean, that one Lonzo to Zion alley-oop, that was, that was when I knew it's time. Basketball's here. 
Um, so what do you think about the re-signing of Jalen Brown for the Celtics? Uh, how long do we have? <laughs> because I'm mad. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Give us your brief synopsis. He has done not a single damn thing to one earn another contract, two earn 115 million dollars in four years. Um, yeah. He. Pff, some of these extensions that are, people are getting, I saw Buddy Heald got an extension for $96 million today. Uh, They're Sabon- just handing out money at this point. Sabonis got an $80 million extension in Indy Jesus for Christ. four years. I mean, some of these contracts, man, they're getting a little out of hand. And, like, I really don't know what to think about the Celtics. I'm going to be 100% honest. I'm more excited for the NBA in general than the Celtics specifically because Mm -hmm. there's just so much going on there that I just hardly even want to think about. But having the NBA and college ball back is going to – it's just going to be good for my soul. It's going to be good for my head. It's going to be good for everything. I'm really excited. Quick but, transition, you know what's awful for my soul? Manchester United. <laughs> yeah, because, okay, here's here's the thing with this game. Me, I'm a Manchester United fan, Biglow's a Liverpool fan. So this game was big because Liverpool were undefeated, uh, United were had a chance to go into the relegation zone, which is was unheard of before this season. And I'm going to be honest, by the end of that game, when it was 1-1, I was actually upset, which was weird because before the game, I was I would be happy with a draw. If we scored a goal during that game, I was going to be happy. But somehow, with the way we played, the way you guys played, um, I was mad we didn't win that game. And that was just... That spoke oh, I mean, I mean, you should be. You definitely, you should be, especially when... Fucking you Adam Lalana. You had the ref in your back pocket... Don't say you didn't have the ref in your back pocket. Fucking VAR. Love me some VAR. Oh, God. Give me all the VAR, baby. That was sick. But Adam Lalana scores his first goal in three years. Just a shit goal. Just an absolute junker. Yeah. And, like, it's the same game every year. And as painful as it is. Why do we expect different? I don't know why we expect different. (laughs) Klopp said it best afterwards. He said, since I've come to England, they play ultra-defensive, which was even more the case under Jose, which was the bus was parked two days before the game even started, and Mm -hmm. Liverpool had to try to make the game their own. But I saw a tweet from a Liverpool account that was just saying, after Ole came out, being all smug and shit, saying the ref had a good game and we deserve to win, that he hopes we clap y'all at Anfield in January. And the first response was, it was no, it was, we. I hope we dismantle his shit, spelled with an E, of course, England, <laughs> his, his shit side when they come to Anfield in January. And the first response was, won't be his side by then, mate. No need to worry. And I said, yup, you are correct. So, but... But the thing about Klopp's comment was, I don't even think we played that defensively in the first half. I thought you guys just did not look good no, first we half. definitely missed having Salah. And yeah. that was, I didn't, that was when I, I because I was worried. We were texting back and forth. I was not okay. And well, it seemed to me like the creativity started, just wasn't there. No, the creativity and the fluidity of, you know, the Klopp, all-out attack like just was not there at all Origi and, was kind of disappointing I mean he had a subs, few good runs the subs too was also what baffled me like yeah. the way they were subbing was just I don't know it was just weird but um when it comes to American football my circumstances cannot <laughs> get much better uh than <laughs> yours because uh Patrick Mahomes is kneecap that was fun, uh, but then again, at least there, it was just a kneecap. I thought I know. it might have been worse. There are, pe- there are people saying there, there are people saying he might only miss a game, which wow. I don't know yeah, I don't what know to about think that. about that. But I mean, that's a tough dude. Like that's a t- that's a tough guy. Kansas City is like regarded as having one of the best training staffs in the NFL. 
Like that's why like people were surprised Tyreek came back as quick as he did. But I, I'm just glad I'm not one of the people who spent upwards of $250 for nosebleeds to Sunday Night Football next weekend uh, because that much money for the Matt Moore experience would not be uh, wouldn't be ideal. But um, we'll see how it goes. Probably not great that if he were to miss two games, it would be the Vikings and the Packers in back-to-back weeks. But, uh, I mean, I have fully accepted that there's just no chance that this team even competes with the Patriots. So, I mean, it's just not, it's not even worth putting energy into it. I was out last night, good, good pal of mine, friend of the program, Teddy, who is a Pats guy. And I told he's him actually, I, th- I think Ted's going to be our, uh, our Celtics correspondent along with you. So he might be that whenever he's mad, we're going to have Ted uh, call in. We might have to keep that in consideration, but I, I straight up told Ted, I'm like, dude, we have to go to new England in the regular season. If we make the AFC championship game, it's going to be in new England too. And I straight up said, Pat's win by two touchdowns. Easy. Like they are just a absolute buzzsaw. They don't lose in new England. I, and it's just, I, I have accepted it. I have absolutely accepted it. And then let's also just not talk about the big red N who is an underdog at home to Indiana in football. So yeah, I mean, Washington being out is not ideal, less than ideal, Robert. (laughs) There's a, there's a chance they go into this game with no Washington, no Wandale and no Adrian Martinez. So it could be very, very not great. Let's just say there's a reason that there are tickets to this game going for like 30 bucks. Um, 30? I feel like that's yeah. a little high. I mean, compared to the rest of the games, I mean, there are still people trying to charge 75 and up to watch us get violated by Wisconsin in November. So, but, and they're but also... They also announced today that they're going to wear those black alternate jerseys for a day game at home against Indiana, which is very meh. <laughs> so that's just prepare sports. to get disappointed, Husker fans. Just uh, just prep disa- for that. Yeah, disappointments haunted all my dreams. But then I saw her face. Now but I'm how did uh, <laughs> how did you and Shaw do so far this week? Uh, we kind of came back to earth a little bit. Um, we had a really good day, uh, college football wise. Uh, we made the mistake of betting on picking not one, but two of the worst programs in America, that being Iowa and Missouri on the same podcast. And they were our only two college football picks that missed. And then the NFL was not so great. I'm just glad that I did not think the Jets had a chance to cover like Schultz did. Um, if Poor I, guy. yeah, I, I, I def, my picks definitely turned out better than his. I was all over the Packers and uh, the Saints, but uh, yeah, if you uh, haven't heard already, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, ride yeah. that dick, baby, ride, ride it. that dong until the end of time. Because, Be sure if you uh, haven't yet, check out check out Here Comes the Money. We put those out. We're, uh, they're their own episodes. Um, they can help you win some money. We've been all right. We've been better than we definitely thought we were going to be. But uh, yeah, well, I'll 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 use that uh, Teddy Bridgewater stat this week, but because uh, this might be his last week, uh, Breeze might be back after the bye. So uh, we'll see how that goes. So I want to transition uh, into this this. Uh, has been all over Twitter today. I talked to Matt about it a little bit. Uh, and I, I joked at the start of October that October isn't spooky season. It is bad online lists season. And this that is a bad was, one. <laughs> this is a bad one. <laughs> that was epitomized today when the internet decided to discuss a Rolling Stone list of the quote unquote. Top 100 singers of all time. And uh, spoiler alert, it's not great. No. Uh, 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's the top five? The top five is Aretha Franklin, Ray Charles, Elvis Presley, Sam Cooke, and John Lennon. Which is kind of questionable. Uh, um, I'd say the top four aren't like questionable. I mean, I mean, Ray yeah, Charles I have, maybe. I have no problem with them. Ray, Ray Charles maybe. Aretha Franklin. No one's got a voice like that. Elvis. Whatever. I don't really know any Sam Cooke songs aside they just, from. They just wouldn't be my personal picks because that's just yeah. not my type of music. I um, mean, the first thing that's. I mean, but it's like. But the thing is, it's like. I don't think it's the thing about these lists is yeah your own opinion is usually what makes you think that this list is bad lists like this are bad but I mean just out of it's not even about the kind of music it's about like I just think about like vocals and like singing ability that's why the top four is okay to me number five is John Lennon yeah the problems start after you get out of the top six because number seven is none other than Bob Dylan. Who just has never been a good singer at all and is still insisting on touring and was in Lincoln last week and there were floor seats available the day of the show for $16. Nobody goes to a Bob Dylan show and goes, man, I can't wait to hear that howl. Can't wait to hear that raspy raspy ass voice yeah but i mean yeah i understand him being like a like an influential artist he's not a singer the the same problem lies in having johnny cash as number 21 johnny cash literally can't sing that's like what he's known for yeah um i mean it's just there's a lot of questionable where i really have a problem is freddie mercury down at 18 I mean, yeah, he's a like man's 18? top five. He's maybe not even top, top 10. 10. No. What the fuck? <laughs> um, we also have Michael Jackson at 25. You can say what you want about Michael Jackson. He probably touched those kids, but <laughs> <laughs> the dude can sing and there's no reason that he should be 25. Um, and Prince, Prince at 30, like, I mean, Neil Young shouldn't Ray- be on here either. No, bro. Like Kurt Cobain. I mean, he can't <laughs> sing. Kurt Cobain at 45, your boy Jim Morrison at 47, uh, Christina Aguilera at 58, ranked at like... (laughs) I I like seeing Dion in there, though. I like that. Lou Reed also. Lou Reed can't fucking sing. Why the fuck is he not? (laughs) James Taylor at 74. (laughs) And Iggy Fran- Pop at seventy five. Iggy, Iggy Pop doesn't scream. He, he or sing. He just screams. Hey, slept so, on. Who's uh, number way underrated? Way underrated. Frank Frankie Valley at eighty. Frankie yeah, Valley at eighty. Yeah, that's a bad take right there. That's bad. You that's know, a- y- you know who I noticed was not on this list. Frank fucking Sinatra. <laughs> yep. Yep. And that's unacceptable. That is absolutely That's the voice positive. of a generation right there. <laughs> exactly. Dude, Willie Nelson. <laughs> like, come on, bro. There's nothing wrong with oh, Willie hey, Nelson. But... Here's another here's no. Don't get me wrong. I love me some Frankie Valley. Most underrated person on this list, Stevie Nicks at ninety eight. I was gonna say Steven list? Tyler at ninety nine. That's the screaming <laughs> demon. He's known for his fucking crazy uh Range. Falsettos. Range is insane. Um, I hate seeing Morrissey on here. Morrissey sounds the exact same on every single song. Um, I hate seeing Art Garfunkel on here and not Paul Simon. I really don't like that. Um, Mariah wait, wait, Carey. Wait wait wait, 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 wait. You just made a good point to me. Art Garfunkel's on here. Where's Paul Simon? Yeah. Um, like, what? <laughs> Uh, Tom York from Radiohead at 66. I mean, that's all right. Axl Rose. Ugh. I mean, I kind of get Steve Winwood also at 33. Oh, this list is bad. Bono, this 32. List, this list stinks. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. I will give him props of Roy Orbison at 13. Very underrated guy. Um, great voice. Uh, 
Janis Joplin, too. I mean, short life, great vocalist. Um, happy to see Brian Wilson on there of, of the Beach Boys. That's, that's nice. But Yeah, man. So in celebration Online of this... Online list. In celebration of this, I made my own top ten. Oh, yeah? What is yeah. it? So here... Uh, this this is based a lot on my own personal music choice, so you probably know a couple names that are going to be on here already. At number 10, I have John Fogarty from CCR. Mm-hmm. I mean, ha- have you ever seen The Rain? Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, number nine, Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> so now you know the rest of this list is invalid. Uh, Sinatra at eight. I actually, the Beatle that I wanted to pick... Um, George Harrison, I think, is the best Beatles yeah. singer. Um, Here Comes the Sun. I mean, that's probably my favorite Beatles song. Uh, then above him, I have The Boss. <laughs> the Boss, who checked in on Rolling Stone's list at 36. Yeah. And then I have um, Liam Gallagher from Oasis. Um, the first couple years, at least, uh, his voice kind of went out. Uh, and then I have Jim Morrison. I couldn't not have him. Uh, but... You also have to give Jim Morrison props. He's not exactly the greatest singer, but he knows how to make a voice sound, a song sound weird as fuck. And he also um, has the best yell in rock and roll. That, that, that's a hot take right there. That's, that's um, uh, yeah. So here also is a man that was left off the list that is on my number three. And he's underrated as fuck. You guys are actually probably going to agree with me on this. Jim Croce. Number three. Ooh, that's, um, that's pretty good. Yeah. Voice of an Angel. Um, I Got a Name is one of the best songs of uh, all time. Bad, Bad Leroy Brown. Yeah. The baddest I'm, man in the whole damn town. Time in a Bottle. I mean, the yeah. hits just keep coming, and that man's voice is incredible. Um, two, I got Robert Plant. Um, and then number one, I mean, F- Freddie Mercury. Um, yeah, I just can't believe that he wasn't in the top 10 on the Rolling Stones list. Like that's, yeah, just, he that's should be top appalling. five. Like, yeah. Freddie Mercury was literally like compared to an opera singer. That's how yeah. good he was. And yeah, he his, was in a rock band. Yeah. His, I mean, yeah, man, like that. <sighs> yeah. Internet lists are bad. This is, you know, this is also the same month every year where, uh, the like favorite movie candy thing comes out and it says yeah. like North Dakota's is like baked beans <laughs> or so or so or like Wisconsin's is slices of cheese. Like, Oh yeah, I bet for sure. Like that's definitely, definitely just remember. Yeah. Just remember Jack Black, number nine singer of all time saying that right now. Uh, Steve Nash, also number two, best bas- basketball player of all time behind Kobe Bryant and in front of Michael Jordan. Um, fuck what you heard. You heard that here. And that is the correct opinion because Steve Nash is the white Mamba. Uh, he's a baller. Matt Larson yeah. likes his hot takes. <laughs> he does. He does. But uh... so should we transition into segments? We can, if you would like to. Um, yeah, we can start off with Moxie, um, if you guys have some to share. You know what you got, Jay? You got Moxie. So my Moxie of the Week goes out to the guy on Twitter that... Uh, so there were some some activists blocking an intersection, and uh, people were trying to get to work. So this dude stole their banner, threw it over a fence, um, and basically yelled at them, cussed them out, said these people are trying to get to work. And then some bitch was recording him, basically yelling at him, uh, getting a knot in her panties. He took her phone and chucked it across the street. And it was just so funny because there's another angle where there's you just see all these cars going through the lights after these people just get thrown out. And it's so funny. Um yeah. I hate people like that. Did you actually see the frat boy uh, version of that video? Like they were, they were up in the apartments and they were recording. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other angle I was talking about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, If you go to that video and look in the comments, you can find it, but that dude just has massive moxie. I hate people who do that. I think that's just such a stupid way to go about um, getting your message across. Um, And that guy just said, all right, I'm going to take, I'm going to go sicko mode 
and he went sicko mode, and he also displayed some moxie. Oh yeah. So who who you got, Biggs? Um, I've got a few. So my first moxie is gonna go to uh, Ray J because today Ray J bought Suge Knight's life rights. So Suge Knight is in jail. Spoiler. He is, and he's probably gonna be in jail for a while. So when you have control of someone's life rights, you make all of their business decisions because they are unable to. Uh, and when I first heard it, I'm like, Suge Knight can't have that much money. Like, <laughs> like what is what is this dude doing? Uh, according to the internet, uh, Suge Knight's net worth is half a million dollars. Boy. Yeah, that's that's, so, some, that's some shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, don't know why Ray J, who just finds ways to remind people that he is still a person, uh, has interest in Suge Knight's life rights, but that, uh, it's just hilarious to me. Uh, I'm also going to give some moxie, uh, to Jose Altuve, because Jose Altuve killed the Yankees, and if you kill the Yankees... You are a winner, in my opinion. Jose Altuve is also like five foot five, but he just hits nukes, and uh, the Astros are going to win the World Series again, and it's going to be great. So yeah, Jose Altuve and Ray J. Moxie. So my Moxie is going to go out to old Dennis Quaid. Uh, he just proposed to his guess what, twenty six year old girlfriend. Uh, and if you guys, <laughs> if you guys don't know, what? if you guys don't know, Dennis Quaid is sixty five. I did not know that. That's incredible. And this is his fifth wife. Now his first wife was the same age as him when he first got married. Second wife, eh, about like five six years younger than him. Uh, now we're at about, uh, yeah, that's just. As insane like this dude is nothing good to look at like he is not that good looking but i mean you know, at least he's not randy quaid true but and could always be worse you could his, always be randy his fiance is not that bad uh obviously she's there for the money um but yeah name the last dennis quaid movie that you've seen <laughs> soul surfer Um, <laughs> didn't expect to hear the title of that movie ever no, again, did you? <laughs> I, no, that really uh, took me by surprise like a shark biting my arm off. Um, <laughs> I mean, I probably haven't, dude. I probably. I mean, the only other movie I know him from is The Parent Trap. That and like, I, he was Field in... That was Kevin Costner, wasn't it? That was Kevin Costner. I thought it was Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid was fucking rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Dennis Quaid and Kevin Costner are so interchangeable, though, so I don't blame you for that at all. Yeah. I mean, I I knew that he was in a baseball movie. I didn't know that it was... Pretty sure he was... uh, Pretty sure he was in a movie where he was a Cubs pitcher, so... (laughs) Uh, yeah, The Rookie. The, no, yeah, The Rookie. That was his movie. Not Rookie of the Year, The Rookie. But uh, Speaking yeah, of movies, let me give you guys some movies to watch this week. These, this is going to be quick. Oh, God! No one gives a shit. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you one for each streaming service so you don't get overloaded. The Wrestler on Hulu. Uh, kind of an artsy movie, but uh, Mickey Rourke um of iron man 2 fame uh plays a washed up basically wwe wrestler from the 80s that is now poor and still wrestles uh great movie great character study um on netflix there's a movie i'm not even going to try to pronounce it in spanish i'm not going to act like i i'm cultured um it's called and your mother too um it's a movie about two young guys trying to fuck a milf and if, if, if that doesn't intrigue you from the get-go, then I don't know what will. Um, also a great movie. Um, it's in Spanish, though. You'll have to do some reading. But you get to see boobs. So, eh, not, not a whole lot can go wrong there. Um, and then Amazon Prime, Midnight Cowboy is on there. You can't go wrong with Dustin Hoffman 
and John Voight playing weirdos in the 60s. So there you go. Three movies, three streaming services. You don't have an excuse not to watch them. Um, well, I'm here for the Saints making fun of Tariq Cohen. I mean, uh, what's what's the Saints coach name? Sean Payton? Their their coach, yeah, their coach is uh, Sean Payton. And yeah, Sean Sean, Sean Payton was trash talking him on the sidelines, and then the Saints players walked over and were like putting where his head was up to their like shoulders and chest. And uh, Tariq Cohen responded on Twitter, "This video is so dumb, y'all act like I don't know I'm short." <laughs> that was just such a such a big dick move, but also another thing that I'm here for related to the NFL. Uh, Leonard Fournette um, recently replied to a tweet about Jalen Ramsey uh, tweeted out uh, repping the West Side with with my Savage. And it's a picture of him and Dante Fowler, who are both former Jaguars players. And Leonard Fournette (laughs) quoted it and said, ain't this some shit? (laughs) So I am here for... uh Playoff baseball, uh, I think that Astros-Yankees series was a lot of fun. I know I mentioned Altuve earlier, but it should be a really good World Series. Um, I'm excited. I know my family in Texas and Houston are excited as well. I'm also here for Arsenal losing to Sheffield United. That happened today, and that made me Ooh, smile. what was the score on that? Uh, one zip. Just one zip. Uh, That's Sheffield great won. to hear. And... Um, I am also here for uh, the fact that Kansas and Missouri are going to start playing each other in basketball again. Uh, KU and Missouri, uh, very good rivalry uh, for years. Bill Self has said that Kansas has no reason to play Missouri, and now people who think Bill Self is going to get fired and or leave, uh, and they're going to start playing Missouri again. So I think that's a sneaky little way of saying, yeah, Bill Self is gone. We're going to play Missouri again. So I think that's good for basketball. Uh, What I am not here for, so November 9th, LSU plays Alabama, and it's going to be number one versus number two. It's usually a very good game. This year it's going to be an extra really good game, definitely the game of the year. What I'm not here for is that it's going to be at 2.30 in the afternoon. Uh, It is an absolute crime against humanity that that game will not be at night it will be at 2 30 on cbs baby but um yes all right but um yeah that came out today and uh i'm not the only one who's not happy about it but the way they schedule college football games is dumb as is but yeah one last thing i'm here for Uh, We will be giving our thoughts on this next week because Kanye West announced his upcoming album, uh, Jesus is King, I think it's called, um, set to release October 25th. Uh, You know, the second release date he's announced for this album. This is true. So So uh, hopefully we can give our reaction next week if he actually puts the shit out. Um, October 25th. I'm interested to see how much gospel is in it, um, considering all of his Sunday service shit. I'm excited, though. I mean, the man doesn't really make bad music. Um, some would argue that some some like to argue old Kanye versus new Kanye. I prefer new Kanye. Uh, Bigelow prefers old Kanye. Chris, I don't know if you're indifferent or if it's catchy and you can <laughs> tell that the guy singing it didn't write it. Chris will listen. So um. no, but uh, I'm interested. I'm I'm interested to see what what he brings to this one. Uh, we'll give our thoughts on it hopefully next week, like I said. Um, but unless you guys have anything else to add, I think we can wrap it up. No, I think that's good. Uh, no, we touched on a little bit of everything. Uh, like Matt said, Here Comes the Money will be out on Friday. We will hopefully be back next week, barring any God-sent audio issues or other things of that nature. But... We appreciate you guys. Go throw us a follow on all the social medias we talked about earlier or leave a review that says we suck. But yeah, whatever you feel like doing, do it. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. Fuck no, baby. No, nothing about this is fantastic. 
all because of that inbred MC seed Woody Harrelson. I hope so. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize. What the music was good on the music. To absolutely nobody. Ah!